Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Founders Brewing Company has found a way to make an IPA you can enjoy anytime that's perfect for any occasion with their all-day IPA. At 4.7 ABV, you can still taste the hops, of course, but it's the complex array of malts and grains that make all-day IPA a beer that will grab your attention. That full flavor and low ABV is what continues to make it a staple in my fridge. Look for Founders in your favorite beer store or check out their full line of beer at foundersbrewing.com. Founders Brewing Company, born and brewed in Michigan since 1997. From coast to coast and around the world, you're going online with Bill Alexander. Online with Bill Alexander features exciting and diverse guests and topics. Laugh and learn as you listen to the best hour of radio around. Entertainment's best, online with Bill Alexander. Hi, everyone. Yours truly, William Eric Alexander. All my friends call me Bill, and you're online with Bill Alexander here at WMCK.FM, Fayette TV, Channel 77, and italknet.com as we broadcast live from the Phil Giannetti Motor Studios. High atop High Street in Brownsville, Pennsylvania. If you're looking for a quality pre-owned vehicle, give Chip a call at 724-785-6800 or stop by his website, philgiannettimotors.com. Hope everything's going fine for you on this uh, day of the week, this morning, this afternoon, this evening, whatever time you may be listening or watching the program. Thank you very much for stopping by. As you can tell, we're changing things up with a new opening theme. Thanks to Tony Pace for doing the new opening for us. Really appreciate that, Tony. Thanks again. However, tonight on the line, we're going to be doing something um, a little bit different than we've been doing recently. We're going to be talking to a gentleman by the name of Brad Johnson, who has uh, worked deeply with the inner self as a healer channeler, psychic, ashkic reader, and metaphysic researcher. Brad's profound teachings deliver simple, um, simply makes him one of the most helpful spiritual teachers available to anyone around the world. And what's really interesting about this is he's doing it online and you're available to take part of his classes. His website is newearthteachings.com. On the phone line right now, we have Brad Johnson. Brad, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. So explain to my audience what New Earth Teachings is all about. Yes, it's actually gone through a few other names in the past. Uh, New Earth Teachings is basically the name that I've given it that basically talks very appropriately about uh, the type of work that I do. So really what it entails is uh, basically teachings that really help you to come upon your New Earth, you could say. A lot of it is helping people to become empowered helping people to become transformational, looking into uh, certain areas within their life that they know they want to improve, uh, adopting a lot of compassion, adopting a lot of love, uh, working with simple healing techniques, things that you could find even going back to ancient times, whether you're looking at Qigong, whether you're looking at Tai Chi, even when you're looking at neuro-linguistic programming, you're looking into many of these different forms of uh, feats relating to uh, healing uh, practices as well as uh, understanding uh, empowerment aspects, uh, make, being able to connect with a person and being able to intuitively help them out with any particular areas that they feel they require. And as they apply these techniques, they start to see a new earth uh, unfolding within them. They start to see a new reality that they prefer rather than going through life that they don't prefer. So I just help them along the way to basically move them into the type of reality, the type of life that they prefer. So how long have you been doing this? 11 years. Okay. Since 2008. And um, what got you involved or interested in doing spiritual education? <clears throat> yeah, it was never really a goal of mine. It was something that I did kind of uh, align into. It was uh, all part of me just wanting to write a book uh, in uh, back in 2008, and it was a science fiction novel. And uh, a lot of it had a lot of spiritual themes connected to it. And I was just very, very intrigued about the entire spiritual field. I was also uh, interested in beings beyond our world as well, too. And so I did a lot of research online. I started talking to a lot of psychics and intuitives and healers. 
and finding out exactly uh, how they got into all this work and what fascinated them as well, too. And they all believed in a one infinite creator. They believed that other beings do exist beyond this world and other dimensions and other planets, and that you can connect to them through meditation. And to me, this was just very intriguing because I had never given it a second thought. And so I decided to put the book aside and started to work more into meditation and start looking into healing and channeling and uh, all of this particular type of spiritual work. And this is what transformed me. As I started to just take out a book from my local library called Learn How to Meditate, I started doing all the practices contained inside the book, and I was transforming majorly. I was able to go into very deep states of consciousness. I was able to see myself just going into these different dimensions. And I was able to see like these kind of uh, orbs, I guess you could say, when I was in these deep, deeper states. I was touching these orbs, and I can actually f physically feel like almost like electric bolts coming through my body. Okay. And as I would go to sleep at night, I would start waking up the next morning just knowing things about the universe that I did not know before. So I was getting what was what's often called in the spiritual circles as downloads. And I was getting these constantly, each and every single night. And I was just getting more and more aware. It felt like my body was opening up a lot more energetically. And after all this, it just became like a filling cup of knowledge. And I wanted to explore this a lot more and look into channeling, look into healing and make this a part of my life. And that's what happened. Which sounds really interesting to me. Uh, in the <laughs> past, about three months ago, I had the opportunity to speak to John Edward, um, who is also a psychic and a medium. And he talked to me about how he got involved in it because he grew up with it because of family members that believed in this. And he actually realized that he was one too. Prior to you yep. doing the research for the book and the stuff like that, did you have a feeling that you were able to do this, or is this just something that you just happened on while you were researching the book? No, I never had any uh, interest to do anything of this, like relating to spirituality. I, w I didn't even consider myself a very spiritual guy. I okay. was basically just doing a lot of uh, marketing work. Marketing work was very common to what I was doing. So I was doing a lot of uh, computer support work, PC support work, and all of that. That was really my life prior to that time. And uh, I just started talking to a lot of friends online. I started uh, getting interested in writing books because I wrote books as a kid. And I wanted to kind of get back into that, that kind of childhood dream again. And so when I started researching for this particular book, that's when it all unfolded. And it just felt like there was a, a missing component of my life that I never knew was there that just uh, fulfilled so much of me looking into it because it just says it just it answered so many questions. I was always kind of a quiet person. I always felt I was helping out other people, and I kind of left myself in the dirt. Sometimes I'd be trampled on quite a bit. And so I just learned a lot more about empowerment and continuing to help people, and it kind of just took a new theme. It took a new exploration, and uh, I was just amazed of how uh, deeply truthful the feeling of connecting to my own spiritual self was. It just it changed my whole life, and very, very quickly as well, too. And I just I became hooked on it, and I couldn't get enough. And so here I am 11 years later doing it as work and uh, continuing to do the exciting work that I've always been doing these past 11 years. So what type of person actually comes to you for the courses that you do? Because most of the courses are done online, correct? Yes, that's right. Uh, yes, yeah, mostly people who do have metaphysical interests, who are very interested in spirituality. They live, they live a pretty spiritual life as well, too. They understand that everything happens for a reason. They're curious more about their ability to manifest. They, they may enjoy law of attraction as well, too. We're, we're getting a lot more popular with that. Uh, people who are very much getting into meditation, people who are into law of attraction, people who want to understand the power of the now moment, people who are watching people like Eckhart Tolle and, and all these other uh, spiritual teachers as well, too. Those are the kind of people that I work with. I'm not really too interested in working for people who don't really want to have anything to do with this, and that's fine, uh, but I just don't really work with the people like that. It's more so people who I know have kind of an open invitation, okay. who are very open-minded, and want to explore this a lot further, and I'm happy to work with those. Those are the kind of people that I like to work with. Now, the, the, your website, again, at uh, newearthteachings.com, goes through everything mm -hmm. that you have to offer. Now, do you have people that stumble onto your website that approach you that may not really understand what you're doing, but yet they want to take part in it because they're interested in this oh, yeah. type of education? Yes, absolutely. There's a lot of people that ask, well, Brad, what is it that you do in that way? And I, it's kind of like how I'm asking your, answering your question as well, too. I said, well, you know, it's psychic work. It's, uh, it's healing work as well, too. I'm basically doing uh, some spiritual work with people. I connect with spirit. And I uh, work with helping you uh, upon the path of empowerment, 
Should you require any healing in your life? Should you require any insight in your life? Is there, if there's anything you want to know more about, uh, you know, your Akashic records, whatever it is that you feel is very interesting to you, I'm happy to assist. So I've done, like I said, these private sessions for the past 11 years. They've mostly been online. I've also traveled across the world. I've taught in Japan. I've taught in South Africa, uh, the Caribbean, Mexico, the United States, and of course, uh, a few places around Canada as well, too. So I have gone to events and I have uh, gone to conferences and, and uh, talked to people as well, too. I've done presentations, again, about the psychic world, about uh, healing work and about channeling. So a lot of this is all just very, very familiar to me now. So whatever help a person wants to come through, I'm happy to assist. And if they want to know more about what I do, then I do what I can in the best way that I can to explain it, to, to get an idea of what they see what I do. So when you speak, um, what does your presentation look like? Um, I walk into your presentation. I'm kind of uh, wondering what it's all about. How do you introduce the whole idea of um, of spiritual education, of the healing, of the self-mastery, of the channeling? How do you introduce your audience to the whole idea of this so they understand okay this is what i'm interested in now maybe once i find out how it works then i can approach you about actually doing classes with you the first thing i teach about is how we are all capable of great love and how we are able to bring love into our reality how we're able to be compassionate people how we are able to work with the higher aspects of ourselves so a lot of it is being able to share an example about how great you feel when you know that you're in the middle of a situation that just makes you smile, that makes you happy, that just feels like you're just walking on clouds. And so when a person starts to feel how happy they are, I mean, that's really what I focus on. Besides all the idea of spiritual talk, it really just comes down to love work. So really what we're doing is we're helping to heal through love. We're helping to heal through compassion. We're helping us ourselves to look at the choices that we've made in life that we know we don't prefer and we're learning how to make new choices to overwrite the over old feelings of choices that no longer serve us. So a lot of it is empowerment work. A lot of it is being able to see exactly what you hold within yourself that represents joy and love. And I just do what I can to help you harness that and utilize that ability of love energy. Because a lot of people don't understand how powerful love energy actually is. It actually has the power to heal illnesses. I've actually been able to do instant healings on people through love energy just by itself, where they've had like chronic back pain, they've okay. had headaches, they've had all kinds of chronic uh, problems with their body. And we start uh, working in meditation to uh, harness a lot of the love energy within themselves. And I teach them how to apply it in their body within a matter of minutes. Their body's feeling great. Their back is now feeling better. Uh, I had one woman in that sense who actually had asthma. She had an uh, inhaler as well, too. And I have what's uh, known on my, my website as healing code cards. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is uh, spiritually imbued healing code cards using sacred geometry and uh, working together with spirit light healing and being able to imbue that through commands into the codes of the cards. And she was able to use one of the, one of the cards, which is called the lungs enhancer. And within minutes, her asthma was gone. She was able to throw away her inhaler. And to this very day, she has not needed it. This was about uh, two and a half, three months ago. Oh, wow. So she uh, she is still has not uh, had an asthma attack since being able to use those healing code cards because a lot of it is what we call permission slips. It's just being able to work with these cards. She had, again, a lot of great uh, spiritual uh, faith within herself. You could say just a lot of love energy within herself. She was very open to connecting with herself, and she was able to just look at these cards for a minute and a half and after that, uh, her asthma was entirely better. And so she, she made an incredible breakthrough. That's just one out of several stories as well, too. There's people, like I said, who have been able to relieve back problems, uh, people in that sense who have had heightened blood pressure. The blood pressure is going down. And I'm collecting testimonials all the time to, to put on this website. So uh, it's, it's, it's a very, very new product that I have called the Healing Code Cards. It's just come out. So I'll be collecting as many testimonials as I can as they come through. So when you're talking about love energy, when most people think of love, they think it for someone else or something else. But what you're saying is that every individual has love energy, and is that them basically loving themselves for who they are, or is it something different than that? Well, love has all many different facets. You know, many okay. people feel that they may love somebody, but they're actually just attached to them by condition. Okay. And that's not really love. Really, the love in that sense is 
the ability to accept yourself, someone else, or something with all of your heart without condition. So again, like I said, if I'm if I'm putting you in a meditative state and you're going into your perfect space, which you feel is a beautiful beach, and all of a sudden you start seeing all these animals coming up and cuddling with you and snuggling with you and you just have that really warm feeling within you, that's love energy. And so I just teach you how to collect that love energy. And we continue to stimulate uh, that situation more and more with more love energy that comes together. We measure it on a scale. And then what I basically teach you is how to take that love energy and apply it into yourself, into any areas of the body that are physically or emotionally compromised. And as you do the instructions within a matter of minutes, you're starting to feel a big difference happening on your body that has a very long-term effect. It's not just some, uh, you know, one or two days later, it's gone. It's, it's going to stay with you for as long as that, uh, that energy uh, of being willing to change and to work together with it uh, remains. So I'm, I'm thinking about myself because I've tried to meditate. I've tried to do that before, but every time... I do that, I cannot totally clear myself of whatever else is going on in my world or what else mm -hmm. I'm dealing with. How in yep. 2019 do you get someone like me to be able to release everything and do the self um, meditation that you're talking about and actually having it be successful? Well, see, there are many different types of specialities, you could say, with meditation. Okay. It's not just about crossing your legs and having to chant Om in that mm -hmm. particular way. A lot of it is focal, focal-based exercises. So, for example, if I'm basically telling you just to draw a little dot on your thumb and just holding your gaze upon the thumb, and you're just constantly focusing on your thumb altogether, you're not thinking of anything else, you're following the breath, deep breath in, deep breath out, you got that little dot in your thumb, you're, that's, that's your focus. You are now completely focused on that state. And in that state, we can now start working together with any particular forms of commands because your attention is completely to your thumb. It's the same thing as if you were to do uh, holding uh, attention to your breath or holding attention to, again, a fixed gaze at a certain spot in the room. Or if you're thinking of a particular person, you're thinking of a happy memory back in your life that you know was very, very joyful and you really liked then we're just holding that memory. And so while we hold that, we can now start to work with commands and you just basically repeat after me and we start to stimulate yourself in meditation, again, bringing more of that love energy into the fold. And then we are able to, uh, through those commands in meditation, work to apply that and, and work to help heal uh, areas physically or emotionally that you may be going through. Now, the people that come to you, do you have people that try this and unfortunately it's not able to work for them? Or does everybody else get their own <laughs> level of satisfaction by doing the program? Well, see, some people just like to hear me talk. <laughs> and that's, that's sometimes, that's all we can really do. And that's okay, well, that's okay. fine. If you want to hear me talk, you want to hear me talk. Uh, but no, people who actually do try this, every time I've seen a person try this, they've had success. Uh, some people may feel that they're too busy in their life, they're, they're working a lot, or they have their kids, or they have to pay their mortgage, or whatever it is, and they may not have time to do all this stuff. Okay, that's fine. They're, they're leaving their life the way, the way that they have to. But every time I've been present with a person, whether I'm talking to them online, or whether I'm in person with them, and they're actually trying these methods, there's always been some form of success. Some people have had greater successes than others, uh, but everybody has been able to feel something. Everybody has been able to uh, look into this and actually been able to heal something within themselves. It says, oh yeah, I feel lighter now. I feel like there's, there's less of a clutter within my mind. And this is what I'm helping people to do, is not really get a state of relief, but just to basically do their best to set themselves free from the prison of any particular type of conflicts, emotionally, physically that they may be going through. So every time I've been present with a person through those mediums, then yes, there's always been some type of great shift that has happened uh, with uh, the people that I work with. Um, some of the stuff you're sounding me, especially the meditation and, and people, like you said, like to hear your voice. Is this similar to hypnosis or is this something totally different? Uh, hypnosis has a similar feature to it. Now, basically the, the best thing about hypnosis is a person's voice, right? This is exactly where you have to kind of navigate a person through their own subconscious, and you do it in a very delicate, gentle way. Your environment has to be of a certain condition as well, too. Your voice has to sound a certain way. You have to use specific words as well, too. And it's all about pacing as well, too, and it's about timing. And what that what is happening to the person that's receiving the, the hypnotism is that they're going into a meditative state. So yes, it, it certainly is a type of self-hypnosis in that way, because the mind is indeed very, very powerful, even as science is now starting to understand as well. 
and that we are able to program our mind to work together in completely healing ourselves. There was once a, uh, pr- a pretty uh, popular uh, hypnotherapist known as Dolores Cannon, and she was very much into this uh, hypnotherapy work. She developed what's known as the quantum healing hypnosis technique, and some of your listeners may be aware of this. And she was able to get people into the deepest levels of trance possible, and then being able to take them into other lifetimes, and being able to connect with their subconscious or superconscious self, and actually being able to remedy any particular forms of physical problems that they had in hypnosis that would actually be instantaneous. And when they woke up, that particular form of disorder was gone. So that, again, just gives the example about how powerful the mind is. There was even a popular uh, psychic in the early 20th century known as Edgar Casey, and he also uh, did diagnoses for people to actually being able to diagnose what they had, what their conditions were, and also how they could uh, overcome those conditions as well, too, while he was going into trance uh, in a sleep-like state accessing the Akashic Records and actually being able to give these particular types of diagnoses and resolutions to people that came to him. And he just needed to know exactly a person's name and where they would be at a certain time, and then he would be able to work with his higher mind, as you could say, to connect with the Akashic Records relating to that person and give them all this information about what they would do and how they would be able to apply this. And there was just many breakthroughs relating to him alone. So this is not this is not something new, right? Even the ancient Indians, the the indigenous people, for thousands and thousands of years have been doing practices just like this. We've just forgotten about all of this, and we feel that we have to rely so much on technology and the idea of science in that way. And science is not a bad thing, but the whole idea is that we have gotten to the point where we're replacing the power of the mind with the idea of technology. And technology is nowhere near as powerful as our minds can be. Our minds have the ability to create worlds, create galaxies, create universes, create dimensions. And once we are able to harness that ability of the mind and working together with yourself, you are going to do incredible things physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually with yourself, with the mind on your side. So um, when when you're working with an individual, um, just an average person, and you're telling them what you're telling me right here, what questions do they have for you? Do they, they Are they skeptical about the whole thing? Do they come and go, wait, this sounds too good to be true? Because if, it, if I'm doing it to myself and I'm the one actually able to do this, why do I need you? Actually, no, that has not really come up. <laughs> not really. Um, no, a person says, well, how long is this going to take? You right. know, how, long, how, long, how long does it take for me to do this? Or how, long, how often should I do this? A lot of it is time-based questions. Okay. But no, I don't really get a person who says, oh, you know, how, how should I trust this? Why do I need you? No, no, there's nothing like that at all. Uh, it's basically people have been very, very cooperative. Like I said, when I've had skeptics, it's people who just says, I'm just not too sure about this. Right. And then I kind of go into to helping them out, understand more about meditation and what we do. So, okay, I get it. I see where you're coming from right now. So there's always been a really good state of understanding. Back in the old days, yeah, I probably had quite a few skeptics because I was just starting to begin and, and figuring a lot of this out myself. But uh, no, for the past few years, it's been very, very understanding people. And I've just been able to talk to them, helping them bring clarity just in regards to the type of work that I do. Uh, whenever I've done channeling as well, too, I've just helped them to understand that, well, you know, it's, if, if you're familiar with method acting, that's all the actors are doing. Yes. Actors are channeling. Yeah. They are basically tuning into a character that they want to become, and they become that character. Well, that's all I'm doing, is I'm basically just doing inspirational speaking, connecting with spirit, connecting with higher consciousness, and just allowing this information to come through. So again, it's just it's basically just getting clarity in regards to what I do, and maybe time links, and how often should they do it? what works best for them. Um, sometimes they ask, you know, why am I here on this planet? What am I here to do? And a lot of them are healers. A lot of them are, are meant to do the kind of work that I do as well, too. Some of them are architects. Some of them are engineers. Some of them are artists. And they're just being uh, encouraged to walk that path that is genuine and loving to them that they feel that that's where they belong. So a lot of that is the common questions. It's just the idea about how, how when, who, what, where, <laughs> and being able to, to get an understanding about what I do to help them out. What I think is interesting because you made you you said something there where people ask you why they're here and what is their mm-hmm. purpose, and I think a lot of yep. people have that question. Going okay, I do my nine to five job f- five six days a week, but there has mm-hmm. to be more. How do I get more there out is. of my yep. life? And then you're saying that basically, if they're able to channel it themselves, they may be able to get more out of their own lives. 
That's right. A lot of it is being able to understand that your job doesn't define you. You know, okay. what you do to pay your bills does not define you. What you understand more about yourself is when you give yourself more time to explore who you are. So maybe it's in that sense that a part of you really just wants to travel the world, wants to explore, wants to go to different countries and see more of the earth. And that could be very much about what you're here to do. And you go ahead and do it. A lot of it is working with children or being able to uh, put a lot of your artistic talents to the test. Maybe we want to become a musician instead of uh, uh, flipping burgers at a Burger King or anything of that nature. Right. So a lot of it is just being able to help them steer themselves in a direction that is much more uh, enjoyable for themselves. And they can kind of look at a person and kind of say that. This is what this person I feel really loves to do. I've actually talked to people who have radio shows as well, too, <laughs> and they, they, they love what they're doing as well, too, and I can certainly sense that through you as well. But a lot of it is just being able to help encourage a person to where they feel they belong and just helping them make the steps possible so that they can do that. What is the, what is the youngest client you've dealt with? Uh, two years old, I think. Really? What would you, <laughs> yeah, what would yeah, you do had, with a two-year-old? I've little kids. What would you do? Oh, with a lot of it is just, it's just speaking their language. A lot of it is just listening to them. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't say two years old, maybe two or three years old. They were okay. able to speak a little bit. But a lot of it is just uh, teaching them about how to dance because they like dancing. And I say, okay, well, just keep dancing. Dance with mommy. You know, and right. she, they, she liked to color and, and, and create and all that. And so you just kind of encourage that. Children don't really need help in that way. They're actually very much well ahead more than adults are. So basically what I try and teach people is be like little children, right? You want to connect with your inner child. You want to feel that innocence again, because when you feel that innocence, there's, there's no limits to yourself. You're able to do whatever you want. You can be a painter, you can be a dancer, you can be a singer, you can be a technician, whatever you want to do. All of that is available to you, but you just have to harness that work of imagination and children know how to do this best. So rather I would say that children are teaching me, not the other way around. And how old is your oldest client? Oh, I couldn't really answer that. Um, I'd say I have had people around their seventies and eighties. Yeah. And okay, you're seventy or eighty years old. What do they ask? What were they asked for? Because me, I'm in my mid fifties. I can understand <laughs> me coming to you to help me relieve the stress and help me get mm-hmm. connected to what my true purpose on on this planet is. I can understand that. But if you have someone later in life, what are they looking for? Mm-hmm. A lot of them just want to have peace of mind. A lot okay. of them just want to feel like they can be secure, that they don't have to worry about you know, paying bills or they don't have to worry about still trying to work even at their age because some people do have that concern. Right. And I basically just tell them, I said, well, what are some things that you really enjoy uh, in, as interests, as hobbies and stuff? Oh, I really like doing this. I really like doing that. Well, how about if you want to put a little bit of time into that and you can actually start talking to people in your circles? about making part of that of your living from what you're doing part-time because you have a pension that may not pay too well as well, too. And so I just give them some new ideas, some some tweaks here and there that can help them live very, very comfortably. Some of them are retired, and they just love living like on their on, in their house or by their ranch or anything like that. And I just say, just encourage to do what you feel you love to do each day. So I go through with them, and I just start talking to them. So what are the things that you enjoy? They give me a whole list of things of what to do, and then I start creating... Uh, kind of like a profile for them to to work with these things each on a daily basis. And I follow up with them as well, too. And so a lot of it is maybe they're painting, maybe they're they're taking care of horses, or maybe they, they have a fascination for automobiles, whatever it may be. I just encourage them to do it just bits at a time. Start off very, very slow and work your way up and see how it's making you feel. And now if this is something you want to turn to helping you make an additional living, you can do that. So they have that as well, too. Some people just have metaphysical curiosities as well, too. They still want to know that same question. Why am I here? What am I here to do? What's my purpose? You know, I feel like I did this throughout my life. I feel like maybe I had this tragedy. And I help them to overcome a lot of their traumas as well, too. Again, harnessing love energy to do that. Um, you're listening to WMCK.FM and also watching us on Fayette TV Channel 77 as we're streaming at italknet.com. You're online with Bill Alexander as I talk with Brad Johnson. Brad, I'm on the website right now and I see a page. It says about Adronis. Yep. Who is that? Well, Adronis is someone that came to me uh, in December of 2008. So I started channeling uh, around September of 2008 because I had quite a few friends who are also channelers as well, too. I was very, very fascinated by it. And Adronis basically represents this higher, uh, you could say, angelic intelligence and that he actually exists within the star of Sirius. So he is actually what you could refer to as an extra dimensional, extraterrestrial being. Now, he does not physically show himself on the planet or anything of that nature, but basically he is 
one of these guides that you can connect to in deep meditation. And he has a relationship with me uh, when I first came into it, and this may stretch some of the curiosity with some of your viewers, but when he came to me, he said, I'm a future version of you in another reality, in another dimension, and I've come back at this time to assist in your spiritual evolution. And as you spiritually evolve, you will be able to take other people with you to spiritually evolve, and this is what I'm here to facilitate. Is this something that you want to work together with me to do? And so I was very excited about this, and I was able to answer yes. And so since that time, I did what's known as inspirational writing or automatic writing at that particular time, where I was able to just go into meditation and just start connecting with Adronis, and the words that came through me were just themselves. There was no thought behind it. It was all just very much what, what I call flow in the channeling state, and that can be a while to, to explain. But basically, it's all just going into a state of surrender where you're just completely focused and centered on a focal point, and in that sense, it was uh, with Adronis. A lot of it was also just focusing on a star or just focusing on landscapes within my mind where I'm not putting any particular type of interference into the information. The information just flows through me. And it's kind of like hearing a voice without hearing a voice. You just have this information flowing through you, and you're just writing things down uh, as it happens. And so I started getting these communications with him. And then as I started to continue to work with him a lot more, I was able to vocally do this, which is the exact same process as writing it down, only instead of writing it down, you're saying it out loud. But what you'll notice more and more as you say it out loud, you're actually uh, intaking part of the personality of the entity. And so that is what happens when I start to communicate with him. He comes through and he has uh, his sharing of personality blended together with mine. So it's a blending of consciousness that happens between him and myself. But he, ex he does not exist within our concurrent reality. He exists in another reality that is a probable reality. And so through the idea of the mind, as everything exists here and now, you can connect to that probable reality. Through the idea of understanding his vibration, he comes through, he interlocks together with your consciousness, and now you have a blending consciousness that comes through where the words and the information that is being shared is really itself without any interference from my own personal ego. So, and, and if I'm wrong, please correct me here. So what I'm getting from you with him is yet he is... Mm -hmm. Did he have any physical forms in a previous life, or is this a spirit identity that is out there that is coming that you are able to channel yourself? Oh, he is a personality consciousness. He certainly has his own personality. Okay. Now, from our particular perspective, we cannot really perceive a physical uh, aspect to him. He has shown up in that sense through vision, in my mind, as kind of a tall, blonde hair, blue-eyed uh, male in that way. So that is basically how he has perceived himself uh, to us, for us to get an understanding of his energy. But from his perspective, his reality is very physical. Uh, from our perspective, again, we couldn't perceive his reality. It would just be like looking at light, and we just couldn't perceive it. Uh, so basically, he has his own reality where he exists, and it's a much different reality than ours. It's much more collectively uh, monadic in that way, meaning that there are a lot of the, the, the civilization, as it were, is all cross-connected together with each other. They're interconnected. Their thoughts are one. So it's kind of like almost looking at an insect colony where all the bees are completely intertwined and interconnected together with the queen and each other, and they just start to work together in this form of symbiotic flow. And that's very much how Adronis works with his people, is that they're very symbiotically connected. They have their own personality, but they're also aware of each other. And so they have a, a greater depth perception pertaining to reality than we do. So what I'm hearing is there's actually, Adronis is actually has, is part of his own civilization. Yes. And he's working. Now, are there other individuals that you're able to channel from like Adronis, or is it just him that you're able to get to be able to communicate with? I have in the past uh, talked to other beings similar to, to Adronis's energy as well, too. But I mostly, I'd say 90% of the time, stick with him because okay. he's just really given all the great kind of information that is really needed to helping myself and others. Because I think a lot of people, when they hear this, because I'm, I'm just... I think it, it, I, I, it, <laughs> I'm, I'm stumbling on my own words is that <laughs> I understand what you're saying, but I still feel that it's a little bit far fetched because when I think of channeling, I think of t speaking to people that I've, that I already have known or seen. So I have some <laughs> physical and mental connection. Now you're speaking to somebody that you've never met that, that, that you don't know that's from another civilization that could be from the past or the future. And how you're able to yep. communicate with this individual, I think, is amazing. 
Yeah, a lot of it is just magnetics. A lot of it is relationship. <clears throat> you know, basically, again, as Adronis represents another version of myself, no, I certainly don't know a lot of a full amount of his personality. Mm -hmm. And, of course, that's going to be the same as if we have a best friend. We're still never going to really know them. Right. But basically, we feel we feel the rapport with them. We feel a nice relationship with them. We want to get to know them. And we can kind of feel inside that this is a person who I really want to make as a good friend of mine because I feel he's very trusting. I feel he's very loving. He shared a lot of stuff with me, and it's been very, very helpful. And that's really how I approach it, is looking at it in that particular form of truth. And saying, when I've connected with him, I've had nothing but great feelings. I've had nothing but positive transformations. He's guided me through life. He's helped me to really awaken aspects of myself. He has given me no reason not to trust. So that has really been my uh, relationship with him. Like I said, when I started, I was just doing some writing with him altogether. Okay. And it wasn't until several months later that I started to get more into vocal channeling with him. Because we worked together, We were, we, I've always been able to... I've been basically connecting with the Jonas every day for the past 11 years. And uh, yes, I know some parts of him. Uh, I, I can say he's probably know a lot more about me than I do. But again, there's never been any particular form of deceit relating to the idea of, so oh, maybe I shouldn't trust or anything like that. There's never been anything of that nature. So basically, as you start to walk a spiritual journey, you get past that idea of being overly cautious. It's good to be discerning. Uh, I wouldn't even use the word skeptical. It's the idea of just being open-minded. It's the idea of also being discerning as well, too. But like I said, it's how you know you have a best friend. Your your best friend is just someone who connects with you. You vibe together. You're synergetic. And that's very much how I see Adronis, is that when I started connecting with him, yes, he was a very new presence. But as I started talking to him more and more, it was just all this great truth that he was sharing with me that just opened so many doors and just so many great realizations through myself. I said, well, this is great. And I continued, and it continued to happen a lot more. And so my trust with him just built up more and more as I started to, to connect with him a lot more. So you could say that he definitely represents a best friend, just another reality and then another, another uh, uh, dimension altogether. What are some of the things that he shared with you? A lot of it is uh, understanding more about the nature of choice and that uh, if you make choices that you know you don't prefer, please know that they can be changed. Uh, also understanding that reality is by interpretation, because one person has a perception of reality does not mean that that has to be your perception either, that you have free will. Understanding some of the universal laws, a lot of it is the law of rapport, being able to know that you can only understand what you feel you have a relationship with. Whatever we don't have a relationship with, it feels like it doesn't exist. Understanding the nature of free will, that we have our ability to choose and that we choose through the states of confusion. Understanding that the universe is a, is a harmonious living being just as we are. The galaxy is a harmonious living being just as we are. The earth is a living harmonious being just as we are. And we can communicate with all of it. And you are able to work together with energy purely in that form, and you're able to talk to energy, and you're able to communicate with energy. Uh, healing techniques as well, too, utilizing the power of love energy. Uh, everything that I'm really teaching right now, even on my website, has all come from Adronis. A lot of it has just been uh, uh, really awakening and deep realizations. It, it's just not just only opens your eyes. It bulges your eyes open. And that has really been my entire experience with him for the past few years. So whenever you want to get in touch with Adronis, can you do that um, at any given time? Or does it have to be in a certain situation? Well, usually people will uh, contact me, and then I just kind of get myself ready to get into a channeling state to connect with him. It usually doesn't take too long, but when he comes through, uh, a person just usually shares what they want to talk to him about. It's very much kind of like an open discourse in that particular way. So I do get into a kind of a preparation state, and then um, he comes through, and then we just kinda, he kind of leads the conversation uh, altogether. Because I, I find that interesting because... When I first heard you talk about Adronis, it sounded to me that he was only willing to work with you. But now the more I hear you, the more that he's actually using you to communicate to other people. That's it. Yeah, I'm, I've basically been a telephone for through him to work together with a lot of other people. We've worked with thousands of people all over the world for the past 11 years. And like I said, a lot of it is just done through online, through Skype and through through telephone and all that. And I've worked with just people from all walks of life. And Adronis has come through, I'd say, about 80 to 90% of the time talking to these people. Sometimes he'll talk to groups. Sometimes he'll talk to individuals. Uh, like I said, from people from every walk of life that you can imagine, whether they're very spiritually inclined or they're kind of open to this idea, but they want to know a little bit more. 
it's all up to them. I just say, well, you know what, guys, just prepare questions. Anything you want to ask Adronis, there's no holds barred here. And then I just get myself into a preparatory process to, to channel. And then he comes through. And then they basically just talk whatever they want. And then Adronis just comes in and shares his perspective. And he always says that. He says, everything that we share with you is our perspective, our point of view. For all knowledge, all information, all creation itself resides within your very heart, being, and soul. So he never says that we have to be right and that you're wrong. It's never about that. It's that he's coming through to giving you additional insight, to helping you understand more about who you are, because his very nature is to be a mirror consciousness. He's helping to reflect other facets back to you that you may not be aware of. And so that can hum- that can happen with questions. That can happen with just kind of really revealing statements as well, too, about personality or about what you're holding on to. And people start to realize this. And you can't really predict what he's going to say because he just comes through and it just it, it spellbinds you with what he shares. Uh, I don't even know what to expect. Like I said, I'm basically just focusing on keeping my attention centered, looking at some vistas, landscapes as I'm going into meditation. Mm-hmm. And then he comes through and he just shares a lot of this profound information. And again, I've had incredible amounts of compliments with him coming through and sharing uh, to different types of people from over the world. Now, you're... you're at- one more question I ask you about Adronis. When you're communicating yep. with him mm-hmm. th- and people are communicating through with him, he's not speaking to you in mm-hmm. words. He's speaking to you in impulses. Is that what you said before? Well, he basically comes through feelings. Okay. That way, the feelings is the best way to put it. Now, that comes through a thought flow as well, too. So basically, like I said, I'm very much in a kind of a centered state. I'm, again, looking at backgrounds, etc. And then he comes through, and it's like the feelings and the thoughts create the words that come out of my mouth okay. so it's kind of like there's a there's a semi-automatic process there that comes together so i'm still aware that words are being shared but i'm not paying attention to the words because i'm looking at the backgrounds in that okay. way. and so he comes through and uh, like i'll know certain things that are being talked about but like i said i'm not keeping track of the entire conversation that's why i record a lot of the sessions because there's oh, a lot of things that he shares that really just interest me and i have to look back at the recording because i don't fully remember what he okay. shares about it so it's kind of like you're in a daydream state. It's like how you're in an art gallery and you're just kind of looking at a painting and you're kind of lost in that painting and someone's like, hey, Brad, wake up. Hey, are you there? Hey, wake up. Oh, hey, yeah, okay, I'm back. <laughs> so it's like so it's very of, much like that. You're kind of in a daydream state. Would it be like a stream of consciousness then? Yeah, absolutely. Very much a stream of consciousness. Okay. Yeah. Which I find very and interesting. Again, kind of like a, yeah, like a state of self-hypnosis, you could say, where you're putting yourself kind of in a semi-trance state. And you're just starting to receive all this information while you're basically, quote unquote, somewhere else. Which I, I find extremely interesting. Now, the average person that comes to you for the classes and the training, because I think what I'm really interested in is the whole uh, self-realization and the meditation. How long does a class session last? Well, see, the classes have actually just recently started. Okay. So uh, these classes I was doing before, I would basically do them in workshops or I'd do them in retreats as well, too. So some of them lasted about three or four days. Some of them lasted over a little over a week. And I had basically kind of an agenda with that. When I'm creating the online class, which, again, just started uh, about a week or two ago, uh, they are uh, there's two classes per week and they're two hours in length and they just keep going. So we just continue to create these classes. I basically post uh, a two week curriculum up uh, after the two-week mark, and so people are aware of what's happening every two weeks, and so it just continues to flow in that particular way. So really what I'm teaching people is how to connect with spirit, how to work with their love energy, um, how to uh, work with certain healing uh, aspects, healing uh, uh, procedures that I do as well, too, Uh, addressing people's questions, helping them to develop their intuition, their psychic abilities a lot more, working with pendulums, working with dowsing, uh, uh, connecting with nature energy, going out into nature and healing through nature as well. It goes on and on. There's a lot of stuff that we practice. Uh, One of my other healing techniques is known as the EQ method. EQ just stands for equivalence. And that's basically substituting a conflicting emotion or physical pain for something loving, a loving energy that substitutes and replaces it that is of equal intensity. So that is basically the the nature of the EQ method. That's also taught in the class as well, too. So there's a lot of extensive information. It's basically my 11 years of knowledge that's contained inside this entire classroom. So the self-healing that you're talking about, it is basically what you're doing mentally within your own body and retraining your way yourself how to think and doing it in Mm -hmm. a way that the love energy is actually able to be produced and that is what's healing you. Am I correct? Exactly. You got it. 
because I, I, I find that very interesting because uh, I know a lot of people like me, they're dealing with stress day in and day out. And we the aches and pains we have, for example, a back, a knee, whatever it is, could be due to mm-hmm. stress. So what you're telling me is yes. you're helping people deal with their stress in a way that is not going to hurt them anymore, but they can deal with it in a way that's going to actually ultimately help them. Am I correct? Yes, that's right. So basically when we're looking at the core issues of a person, we make ourselves sick, right? When we basically right. have disease, a lot of it comes from emotional instability, emotional vulnerability, traumas altogether. And so what I help people to realize is say, just just discover where your trauma is, right? So if you are angry about something, if you're depressed about something, and I say, oh, okay, well, what are you angry about? Oh, I'm angry that this person is doing so well and I'm not. Oh, okay, so this is rejection. This is a rejection trauma. So then we start working together with that trauma. We just become aware of it. And then I take them through a meditation, again, kind of like the EQ method where they're going into their perfect space. And now we just start to, it's kind of like, again, I'm going into a hypnotist type state where I'm guiding them through the meditation. And then they're able to collect all this really great love energy. And now I say, okay, is it equal to the power of that trauma that you have? Oh, it feels even stronger. Okay, great. So here's what we're going to do to dissolve that trauma. And now after that session, that person has completely dissolved many years of trauma that has been within them within a matter of minutes through that meditation. And then I just I keep in touch with them to see how they're doing. And now new things may start to come up that they didn't know before. So we took down one thing and now we're looking into another thing that's come up. And then so we start working together with that as well, too. So it just continues until the person feels like they're a clean slate, that they now have a lot of love flowing through them. They're actually very, very happy that they're alive. And now they're starting to make changes that complement their life. That's all I'm here to do. Simple as that, because I've done all this work to myself as well. So you're helping the person do self-realization of what's actually bothering them because they've been mm-hmm. hiding yep. it or 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 uh, keeping it hidden for so many years that what you're doing yes. is helping them understand this is what is actually bothering you. It's not what you yes. think it is. It's actually something else. And if we can help you work yes. through those situations, you will actually feel better about yourself and you'll physically feel better also. Yes, and those deeper states of, of helping that person navigate this, this own feeling and being also to navigate their love energy, which is the substitution for their trauma. Which is, which is very interesting because the more I talk to you, the more I understand of what you're doing and how this is going to help individuals. And I see mm-hmm. that coming up um, on your Facebook page that you have, you have an event coming up in um, – but is January, it January yeah. I guess, and you'll be with two yeah. other individuals that will be uh, with you. Now, when you do se- mm-hmm. or sessions like this, what do they consist of? Well, the private sessions in that sense can relate to healing sessions like what we just described as well, too. Okay. Uh, some people can also decide to talk to Adronis as well, too, should they have any questions about that. Again, it's kind of going back to the same old questions, you know, what is it that I'm here to do? What's my purpose here on this planet? Uh, some people says, where do I feel I'm, I best fit? So, right, we, we kind of have to go through a process, and I help them go very deeply within themselves. Sometimes I can feel something intuitively that can be revealed to that person, and it's almost like an aha moment for them. So a lot of it is personal probing, you could say, personal self-exploration. And uh, sometimes, again, like I said, it relates to healing practices. Some people also want to look more about the Akashic Records, about other lifetimes, that they've lived as well, too. So I tune into that as well. And again, if they want to talk to Adronis, I bring him through as well. So it's all based upon an open forum discussion. Whatever they feel they want to look into, uh, I'm happy to oblige with that. So is this all one-on-one, or do you do this in group sessions? Uh, I have done lots of one-on-ones, but I've also done group sessions as well. There's also private group sessions uh, on my website. Now, of course, the news is that I'm going to be uh, retiring my private sessions here in the end of December this year because I'm going to be focusing more on the school. So I'm actually going to be teaching a lot more students. So I do have some spots open right now up until the end of December. Um, but after that, it's going to be really working with the school. It's also working with my new he- my healing code cards uh, project as well, too. And I have another co- couple projects in the in the works. One of them is a book, a book of Adronis as well, too. So that's going to be keeping me busy uh, as I move into 2020. But uh, for the end of the year, I'm going to be taking as many people as I can for private sessions and then uh, the school and the other projects are going to be my full-time commitment. So with the clients that you have right now, do they come back to you on a regular basis or do they come back over and over again until they feel that they can do this on their own and then they go off without you and then they contact you if needed? 
Yeah, many do. Uh, many come back uh, several times. In fact, I have, I'd say about 75% of my clients come back again. Uh, some people come back pretty quickly, maybe after a couple of weeks. Some people take a three months, six months, maybe a year. But uh, yeah, I do have quite a steady flow of repeat clients. Uh, there's some people, again, who are just curious. They want to just have a session with me and they just want to ask, you know, some basic questions and that basically satisfies them and then they go on. So it is kind of a mixed bag, but the majority of the, the clients I've had over the years are, have actually been sticking around quite a bit. And they come back for multiple sessions because there's always something new that they want to ask as they come back again. Because I find that interesting because just talking to you for the past 50 minutes, the more I talk to you, the more I understand and the more this makes sense to me. Because, yes, the, the whole channeling the psyche with the drone is, is part of it, but a lot of this is what we could do individually ourselves, but you have yes. taken it in a way that you're actually facilitating the mm -hmm. situation. So people are actually able, instead of doing it on their own, you're actually able to help them facilitate yes. what they need to do. And I think that's very interesting. Absolutely. And that's, that's my goal is to try and put myself out of a job. So I want to be able to help people. <laughs> I want to help people to really get this idea about what they're capable of altogether. So you guys don't need me. You don't need to keep coming back right. to me in that way. And some people, again, are just addicted to that because they'll see psychic readings and they, they come back to a psychic every week or two weeks and say, well, what about this? What about that? And I try to tell them and say, well, guys, that's not how I work, right? I'm trying to help you empower yourself. I'm helping you to develop your intuition and your healing so that you can be the catalyst into helping yourself in anywhere you want to go. I want to put myself out of work. And the more that uh, I just continue to work with people and help them to realize that, then they're starting to get out of the clue. Uh, but there have been some people in that sense who, uh, who I've helped and are basically starting their own practices, doing something similar to like what I do, whether it's psychic readings or healing in that way. And sometimes they'll let me know how they're doing. But um, like I said, uh, about three quarters of the people that I work with come back uh, again either quickly or uh, after a little while and they just let me know how they're doing and there's always something new to discuss when you do a psychic reading um, mm -hmm. what what type of information are you getting for the individual do they come in and say hey I want to talk to a loved one that passed away a few years ago or are they just trying to communicate with somebody out there to give them reassurance well, usually if I get a photo of a person, let's say if a person passed away, then they have a person, they have a photo of that person, maybe they have their birth date as well too. I tune into that or I connect with Adronis and Adronis talks to the, to, connects to that being. And then we kind of relay messages to that person as well too. So this is often referred to as mediumship. Okay. So yes, I can do that as well too. But that's not too common. That's actually quite rare. A lot of the things are, again, are there, it's, it's empowerment questions. A lot of it is personal empowerment. A lot of it's healing requests. A lot of it, people want to know more about their universal connection, their connections to, to other beings as well, too. They want to connect to other selves. They want to look into ancient Earth history. They want to, again, work with their, their body. They want to go through tra clear past trauma. So that's a lot of the common ones. A lot of it is self-exploration and self-empowerment and self-realization. That's the most common. Which I think is very interesting because um, with what you're doing, it... it even though it is the new earth teachings, a lot of what you're doing is self therapy, but you're the one that's facilitating right. it. And I felt, I think that's very interesting because you're, you're empowering the people to do it themselves. Like you said, you're trying to put yourself out of work because if everybody yes. can do this, there's no need for you. That's right. And, and that's what I look forward to. <laughs> are yeah. you, I mean, and, and do you, do you actually see you getting to a point where, you will put yourself out of business or will there always be people there or there will always be a drone there to help share information about what is better outside of our realm that we're dealing with? Well, I'll always be doing some form of this work. So if it's not private sessions, it'll be some other particular incarnation of it. So it'll be maybe like group sessions or with events. It's my, it's my school as well too. So there's going to be people that are going to be signing up for the school as well uh there's going to be books i'm going to be writing as well too so that'll be a part of it and so I'm, I'm going to be doing some tours as well traveling the world and doing conferences as well too so even if i'm not doing private sessions i will still be involved in some shape way or form adronis will as well too because he's very much a part of the work that i do so i think that will always happen i think this is always going to happen until the last day i'm here on earth now is there a female version of adronis and with the other people you work with, are they talking to him also, or are they talking to someone else similar to him? 
Well, the first question is, yes, there is a female counterpart of Adronis, and she refers to herself as Rayar. Now, basically, Adronis, uh, in his full form, is an androgynous being. So okay. basically what that means is that the male and the female are connected together as one. The masculine and the feminine are one. But basically what I do is I connect to his masculine portion, and I talk to him a lot. Or then I talk to his feminine portion, and okay. that's Rayar. And she's much more of a healer. She's not so much of like a, an information jockey, kind of like Adronis is. Okay. He's more so into information, insight. She's more into healing. So she'll do like a lot of resonant tuning. She'll do a lot of sound work, healing work. She'll do singing as well, too. So I start singing. I start chanting when she comes through. Uh, my girlfriend uh, channels her as well, too, and she oh, does a much better job. Uh, she has a much nicer voice. But um, <laughs> So basically, this, this female energy is coming through me and wants me to sing and calibrate. Some of it is for myself and some of it is for other people. Okay. Uh, but she has a very, very different energy to Adronis. So she's much more of the mother and nurturer. Adronis is much more of the, the you know, kind of strong information uh, gatherer in that way. Okay. And so that, that's kind of how they complement each other in that way. Very interesting. Now, before I let you go, is there any anything you want to tell my audience about what you're doing, how they can get in touch with you, and um, anything else that you may have coming up here in the next few months? Yeah, well, you can go to my website. It's newerteachings.com. Like I said, I am doing private sessions up until the end of December. Uh, again, I do healing sessions as well, too. I work with spirit as well, too. That's different from Adronis. I'm basically connecting to... The highest, uh, the highest aspects of myself or even beyond myself in that way, which I just refer to as spirit. Uh, and I do uh, certain forms of spirit distance healing as well, too. Uh, and, of course, I work with the EQ method. That is a healing session as well, too. That's available on my website. You can also find a lot of videos that I do that's on my YouTube channel. You can go through my website uh, to go to my YouTube channel. There's quite a lot there. Uh, and I will be coming to uh, Orlando, Florida in January uh, to do what's known as the Codes of Awakening event with two other people, uh, John D'Souza and uh, Jason Quitt. So I will be there for three days. I'll be doing a Adronis Channeling in the evening on the Friday. And on the weekend, it'll be a miniaturized version of the Spirit Ambassador Classroom, and it's called the Spirit Ambassador Workshop. So I'll be doing that in Orlando, so you can find out more information. I'll be putting up some information on that uh, event uh, probably sometime this week on my website. So just check back. Later on this week, and it should be up. Uh, but if you're in the area, feel free to come by and, uh, and and sign up. Well, Brad, thank you very much for spending time uh, with me this evening. I really appreciate it because I think now I understand more about what you do. And you mentioned earlier about writing a new book. When you do write the book and the book is published, please let me know because I'd love to have you back on the show so we can talk about sure. your new book and more about what you're doing with the new um, Earth teachings and the website and your online classes. Great. I look forward to it. Thank you as well for having me on. And you have a great night, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much. All right. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Brad Johnson of the New Earth Teachings. You can find his website at newearthteachings.com, and he was uh, joining us this evening. Very interesting. Um, learned a lot this evening. The Spirit, or Spirit Ambassador Classroom, the New Earth Teachings with Brad Johnson. Um Check out his website, uh, because I think that a lot of us could actually use what he's talking about, because, again, it's it's training yourself how to do these types of things. And as he said, his goal is to try to put himself out of work, <laughs> which I think is interesting when someone tries to do that. But, that, hey, that's okay. Anyways, you're online with Bill Alexander here at italknet.com, also on WMCK.FM, and on Fayette TV Channel 77. And we're broadcasting from the Phil Giannetti Motor Studio. And if you're looking for a quality pre-owned vehicle, give Chip a call. The number is 724-785-6800 or stop by his website, philgenianmotors.com. Honestly, I am a professional. Don't try this at home. Anyways, we're going to wrap everything up tonight. Coming up on the next program, we're going to be talking to Dr. Karen Krofcheck, who wrote a new book, and we'll be talking to her real soon. So thank you very much for joining me. You can find me on pretty much any platform out there, from Stitcher to Spotify to Tuned In to Apple, to anywhere you can find the program online with Bill Alexander. Everybody, you have a great night. I am out of here, and we'll talk to you next time.
Have you guys noticed that you can't go anywhere without seeing designer this or designer that, even designer furniture? On my social feeds and celebrity homes, it's everywhere. Have you seen how expensive these are? Well, if you want the sofa or recliner or bed that broke the internet, you don't have to go broke to get it. Because Designer Looks Furniture has all the same styles and trends, but without the designer prices. Oh, and they're well-made, too. It's the whole package. Check them out. Designer Looks at Value City Furniture or designerlooks.com.